What's up, everybody? Welcome to Yaga Rambles, and happy 4th of July. You getting all your fireworks there? Are you going to go out and have a barbecue? Are you going to blow shit up? <laughs> I don't know why I just did like a redneck accent for that, but <clears throat> yeah, well, happy 4th of July. And it's, uh, it feels like July, you know, it's hot as balls out there, it's humid, sweating, 90 plus degrees, and crazy shit. Oh man, <clears throat> excuse me, I just got back, spent the weekend with uh, the lady in a place called Apple River Canyon in Illinois, which is a nice piece of property, man, uh, hmm. I say this all the time, man, but the older I get, the more I actually like being out in the country, away from civilization. <laughs> I do. I just, um, I like it. We went up there, to, we stayed with our grandparents for a couple days, and uh, they got a wonderful uh, house, and um, th this whole Apple River Canyon thing, is it's, it's all part of a lake and this lake is huge. Like, if you look at the aerial map of this lake, it looks like roots of a tree, the way it's spread out. It's pretty pretty fascinating and neat. And uh, one of the, the highlight of the trip, man, hands down, was um, <clears throat> there's these uh, gravel trails that go all around the, the lake. So everybody that lives on the property has either a golf cart or one of those, like, off-roading industrial size like, golf cart dealies, you know? And... Uh, her grandparents had a uh, an old golf cart, and we spent a majority of the time just on that thing, cruising around the lake, man. It was awesome. It was hot, so, like, there was a beach and a pool and all that, but it was just so hot. Like, we went to the beach for a little bit one day. We were maybe there 40, 45 minutes, and that was it. It was just too hot, man. Even when you're in the water, it's just like, eh, you know. So we, we spent a majority of this trip just fucking cruising on this golf cart and uh, saw a wild turkey dart across the road. And uh, my girlfriend's like, she was being funny. She's like, oh, it's like he just knew, like, now's my chance. <laughs> he ran across. If you were there, it was hilarious. Um, saw a beaver, a little, like, beaver in their little, uh, little, little dens or whatever they are. <laughs> He, like, stood up and he perched. I'm like, oh, my God, it's a beaver. <clears throat> and uh, that was fun. And um, there was one part on the trail that we got to where there was a little bit of water because, you know, we had heavy rains a few days before that. And one day we got to the part of it and we're like, oh, shit, we got to turn around because it was deeper at that part of the day. And then eventually we went all the way around the other side and we came to this point again. <clears throat> Because at first, my girlfriend, the first time around, she's like, oh, we could probably drive through that. I'm like, I ain't driving through. There's a steep grade, and this is a golf cart. It's not a fucking off-road vehicle, you know. I don't want us to get stuck, nor did I want to, you know, destroy our grandparents' property. But uh, later that day, we eventually came around back to that point. Again, still underwater, but it was a little lower this time. Because, you know, it was hot as hell, so the water evaporated. So I'm looking at it, and it was maybe about a foot deep, you know. And, uh... You know, good, good 10 feet across, so you're like, hmm. But see, the thing is, on the other side, now there's a steep grade, like probably a good 45-degree angle that you got to go up. 
And you don't think it's bad, but in a golf cart that's not designed to, like, you know, plow through mud and off-road shit, you're taking a chance. <laughs> so we're sitting on the edge. I'm like, I think I could do it. I'm like, but that the end part of it was just a little deeper. I'm like, that's the part I'm worried about. She's like, oh, we can make it. Just go right now. I'm like, fuck that. I got to back up, get some speed. If we're going to do this, I got to go full fucking throttle. So, you know, just you back that thing up. I look at my girlfriend like, all right, babe, say a prayer. And I just hammer the gas. I'm like, (laughs) we hit it at full speed. Just like a water ride, you know, like one of those water rides where you're going off the hill. And as soon as you crash into the water, it's just a big old, uh, you know, freaking curtain of water that came over us and we got through it we got all wet and shit and then like right at that spot where i knew i'm like fuck we're gonna get stuck we got stuck for a second (laughs) the golf cart's like it's fucking dying and then uh we're rocking it it didn't die you know we're kind of going back and forth i'm turning the wheel left to right left to right i'm like ah then my girlfriend sat up a little bit you know, and lifted a little weight off the back. We caught a little traction, and we caught the hill, and we pulled out of there. And we were like, "Woo! All right, we made it." <laughs> um, we made it through. Uh, we were we were dying laughing because it was just it was the highlight of the entire trip. Was going through that freaking uh, puddle, man. It was awesome. And we had a blast. And uh, I'm glad that golf cart's got balls, man. We called the golf cart Betsy. Yeah, we named it Betsy for the weekend. And uh, old Betsy over there, man, that, I mean, there's like, if, if you're in this, there's like a lot of hills. It's a hilly kind of valley, you know. It's not all flatland, Illinois. It's It's got some steep grades here and there. And, I mean, if you don't have, you know, an off-road type uh, <clears throat> trail thing, I mean, it's, it's going to be brutal. It's brutal. Brutal on that fucking golf cart, but we made it through. We didn't tell our grandparents, though. <laughs> We're like, let's just keep that between you and me, because I was just worried about water getting the engine, and luckily we didn't, and we kept it going. <laughs> so that was fucking fun. We had a good time. It was fun. I love to go back there. I It was just, it's amazing how little things like that are, are so much fun, just sitting on a golf cart riding trails all day like and enjoying each other's company. Like, for me, that was... Uh, that was great. Like, I didn't need to be at a beach or in a pool or anything like that. Like, that to me was, that was living at that moment in time. For me, that was pure living. So, uh, we'll probably go back. So, that was kind of like my 4th of July weekend. As for the 4th of July itself, uh, I don't really give a shit. <laughs> what are you guys going to do? Are you going to do anything special? I'm like, I don't know, like we always do. I'll probably cook some food, you know. Um... Maybe go watch fireworks. Like, I don't give a shit about watching fireworks. Like, I'm not a kid anymore. I don't have children. It's like, if I'm not lighting them off myself, it's like, I don't care. I've seen fireworks displays. Are they great? Yes, I like loud bangs, you know, but I don't need to go see them. If the lady wants to go see them, I I guess we'll go see them. But, you know, other than that, I don't give a shit. (laughs) If I had kids, I'd probably give a shit, you know, because then I'd be like, come on, kids, let's go watch the boom booms. Woohoo! You know, but I don't have children, so whatever. Um, but yeah, so Fourth of July, probably one of my favorite holidays because I, I I like Fourth of July because I like to do nothing. 
And I think I even said this fucking last year on a podcast. I was like, dude, I just like doing nothing on the 4th. So I've had to work like the last few 4th of Julys. I'm actually off. And uh, so I'm going to enjoy my time off because it's just good. I like being with family, you know, family or friends or something that are close that are cool and just fucking enjoy company, man. You know, I don't drink, so I don't need to get shit-faced, so that's fun. I actually remember everything, so that's great. I mean, it's fucking good quality right there, you know? Um, other than that, um, fuck, man, that that was it. <laughs> yeah, been a couple weeks since the podcast. Thought I'd do this special 4th of July podcast, but, uh, I received, uh, actually some rather sad news the other day um, from a good friend of mine. Uh, her sister, my friend uh, from high school, we've been friends, you know, like 20 years. We graduated together, um, known her family, known her sister. Her sister um, has had cystic fibrosis her whole life. And uh, yeah, I guess recently, you know, had a couple of botched surgeries or something and uh, got some infections and, you know, just took a kind of a turn for the worse. Um, And I was told she was put in hospice care the other day and uh, on oxygen. But I did receive word today uh, that they got her uh, at home on pain meds, comfortable as possible. She's hanging out with her boyfriend and her cat. And, uh, you know, in other words, it just means, like, that's pretty much the end of her life. And, uh... You know, it's sad, and uh, she's only um, 30, 31, something like that. Yeah, so very, only a few years younger than myself. It's, you know, it's pretty fucking young, and uh, it was sad. It's sad to hear that my heart goes out to my friend, Um, heart goes out to her sister, you know, because I know um, it's definitely one of those times where, I mean, what, what, what words can you say? You know, when your sister's dying. Yeah, I've got two sisters. I, you know, I don't know what kind of comfort people could give me if one of my sisters um, was going through that shit and about to pass away, you know, before our time. I honestly couldn't tell you. I don't know what I would do. I mean, I would deal with it, but, you know, I, I don't know if there's anything anyone could ever say, you know, to comfort me or I would just have to get it out. So, I mean, that's some sad news, but... Yeah, I turned it around the other day. I talked about it, <clears throat> talked about it with my girlfriend, and uh, I was just like, you know, at least I had the privilege of having this person in my life because they're a wonderful person, <clears throat> wonderful person, and it's a reminder to me to, whenever something like this happens, when it's someone close to you, it's a it's a reminder to me at least that you can't take your life for granted, man. Because, you you know, we all have... At least I should say... I, I used to, you know... I, I, we all hope we're going to live to fucking 90 years old and live a long life and have all kinds of ups and downs and families and kids and grandkids and blah, 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 and endless vacations and fun time. But that's just an idea, you know? That's what we dream. But the reality of it is you don't fucking know when you're going to die. You know you're going to die. You just don't know when. And uh, we like to think we got 90 years, you know, give or take. And uh, But that's not always the case. You know, in this case, my friend, you know, 
And that's not the case for her. She got 30, 31 years. That's uh, sad. But you know what? I, I know this person, and I know they never sat there and like the pity thing. Like, I know they lived their life, like, exactly how they wanted to live it in the time they had. And I admire that in people. Instead of sitting there who, you know, did this to themselves. Like, she didn't do that to herself. You know, something she had, you know. When you beat the shit out of yourself and, uh, you know, shorten your life on your own choices, that's your fault, you know. But, you know, that's why I, I practice being grateful, man. You know, being grateful for what I got. Not grateful for it, you know, not being, like, not trying to take people in my life for granted, myself for granted, because, you know, you got to love yourself, man. And the people around you, the older you get, regardless if you live to old age or not, people around you that are close, you're going to go someday. You have to learn to accept that stuff. And it's, it's fucking hard. Don't get me wrong. Everybody grieves in different ways. I grieve in my own way. I do things, uh, I do whatever I gotta do to push through something, you know, and, uh, I, I know it's different for everybody, it's hard, and there's no right or wrong way to grieve when, uh, or mourn a person's loss, you know, but I, I feel the pain, though, you know, I, I definitely empathize and sympathize for the families and my friend and, you know, and, uh, I don't know, I, I just know that, you know, today I don't, you know, you don't know, you know, we like, like I said, you, you just don't know, so try, yeah, I, I, I try to live my life day to day, and where, wherever I'm at, I'm just engaged in that, I don't worry about the fucking future, if I have a fucking retirement plan, am I gonna be better here, do I have a giant this, my car better, because that's just all nonsense shit at the end of the day, because at the end of the day, guess what, you die, you can't take your house with you, you can't take your savings with you, you can't take your cars with you, you can't take your stuff with you, you're just fucking, you're, you're gone, so if that's the most important thing is stuff and money, I feel sad for people like that. For me, it's it's not that today. For me, it's like really being involved in people's lives and caring about others and actually connecting with other human beings as individuals. Like I love people as individuals. You know, I hate people <laughs> in general. Like I don't like groups of people. But when you sit people down as individuals and you talk one on one. You know, you can you can see the universe in their eyes, as George Carlin would say. Like you can see what makes people tick, what drives them, what motivates them, what their passions are, what their fears are, what their loves are. And it's interesting to see other people's perspectives. I never used to give a shit, you know, when I was younger, but I was a fucking idiot in my twenties. I was a fucking moron. Dumb naive kid, thought I knew everything and I knew jack shit. So I'm a little more humble today. I've been humbled. I continue to be, and I work on myself day to day, you know. I got a lot of flaws. I'm not perfect, but I work on them, you know, because the more you work on yourself, the more you can enjoy your life the way it's presented to you rather than bitch moan and complain about things you don't have, you know. I try to focus on what I want to be today, not what I don't want to be, because, you know, it's like a cognitive discipline that I have where... If you say, I don't want to be angry, 
I don't want to be an asshole today. So you're already telling your mind, angry asshole. It's already fixated on that, like subconsciously. You've got to work on focusing on things like I want. Like, I want to be calm. I want to be loving today. I want to care. And when you focus on that, you're already telling your brain love, care, um, you know, that kind of stuff instead of focusing on what you don't want. Try that, folks. I'm, you know, Try that for yourself. Try focusing on what you want. We all know what we don't want in this world. And uh, it's easy to focus on the negative, but focus on what you want to be. And I, I can guarantee if you practice doing that, oh, man, your mind will be so much more calm. And when shit hits the fan, like when you're a friend's about to die or you have to deal with a difficult situation, you'll be able to push through that and come out strong on the other side, keep your composure and not lose it to your emotions. You know? I'm telling you this from experience. I'm telling you this because I know it works. And I've lived it. So. Uh, but it is still sad. You know, I feel a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of my friend's pain. But, yeah, I'm getting a little choked up talking about it. But, see, that means I'm human. <laughs> you know? There's a time... You know, when I was younger, I wouldn't think so much of it, you know, because I thought, yeah, you can't feel these things. Feel your feelings. They're real. But don't let your feelings and emotions override your decision-making in life, you know? You got to gotta be keep your composure, think rationally, not so much on impulse, you know? Think about, is this the... When you make a decision, is that... The, the decisions you make today affect you do affect your future. They shape how tomorrow is going to look by the decisions you make today, you know. And you could apply that to every freaking thing in life, man. Whether it's you want to get in shape and start working out and lose weight, or if you just want to start a better diet, or if you just want to start having a better mental mindset, you know. It all goes hand in hand, man. So, oh, I should have went and got some fireworks so I could blow some shit up. Cause, damn, do I love blowing shit up on the Fourth of July. I remember one year, man, the best year I ever had. Oh, it was 2006. I went over to Indiana with my buddy Dan, and uh, we, I, I bought so much <laughs> we went to good old phantom fireworks and back then they had buy one get one free anything you could mix and match as long as it was equal or lesser value so i remember i bought like a 200 dollars assortment and then i just took the other 200 dollars worth of stuff and got a bunch of miscellaneous things i filled my trunk of my car with fireworks man I think I had like six or seven hundred dollars worth of fireworks at the end of the day, but I only had spent like two hundred dollars worth. But I shit you not, it took us three years to blow off everything that I had. <laughs> That's how much shit I got back then for two hundred dollars worth. Today it's all expensive, but back then, filled the trunk. It took me three Fourth of Julys to blow everything I had off. Three. 
And we blew shit off multiple days. Like the 3rd of July was actually more fun than the 4th of July. Like a couple of days worth of nonstop hours of blowing shit up. Took me three years to go through everything. <laughs> so that, just to give you kind of a perspective of how much, how many, how much fireworks I had that year, for those couple of years, I didn't have to go back for three years. It was awesome, <laughs> and uh, that was a good, good time, man. I and I have yet to go get more fireworks since then. <laughs> it's like you want to, but then you like you got to drive to another state. Like I'm lazy. I don't want to drive. I'm like, eh, someone's got them. That's great. That's why if I want to see fireworks, I just go see them. Like, ah, go see the fireworks show. That's free. Let them spend thirty grand on fireworks so I can get to enjoy them. You see, that's smart. I don't need to spend money. Though I do love blowing shit up. It's a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. <sighs> Fuck yeah. Well, I'm going to wrap this one up. I'm going to keep it short today, guys. I just want to come in, check in, and uh, give you a little heads up on the word of Yaga. And uh, what Miyago's been up to in his life. So, I am going to get back to uh, doing these on Fridays. Because I've been a little sporadic the last couple podcasts. So, we're going to go back to Friday afternoons. And uh, with that said, I want everybody to have a uh, happy 4th of July. Have a safe holiday. Everybody who's getting fucked up, be safe. Wear a condom for you youngins out there. And, uh, you know, don't blow off your fucking hand. (laughs) Alright, I'm out of here. Just a good old boy Never